Hey there, folks. Welcome back to another episode of the Morning Java Podcast. I'm your host, your boy, Marco Becerra here, um, back with another episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're a new viewer, thanks for checking out the channel. Thanks for checking out the podcast. And if you are a returning viewer or listener, welcome back. And thank you for for supporting me and, and following me throughout this journey. Uh, for those of y'all who haven't been following me for a while or haven't been listening for a while, I've been, as you know, I've been looking for, well, as some of you know, <laughs> I've been in the process of uh, purchasing a home. And last week, it finally finished. Um, the process was finalized and the deed was transferred uh, into my name. So your boy is officially a homeowner. Uh, pat myself on the back for that. And uh, it was uh, it was a hell of an experience uh, going through the home buying process. And before I proceed any further into this podcast, I wanted to give a huge shout out to uh, the team that made it all possible. Shout out to Rebecca White at Coco Early and Associates in Methuen, Sam Patel at Equity Prime Mortgage, also in Methuen, uh, Maria Bonanno at Bonanno Law and Title, and uh, an honorable mention actually to Dan Tarlow, who is a lawyer. I didn't actually need his services, but I'm confident that his services would have um, served us very well had we needed his uh, his legal services. Uh, so if you live in the Merrimack Valley area or are looking to live there and own a home, uh, this is uh, this is the team for you right here. Uh, you know, look no further than, than this team right here. Um, Rebecca was able to answer any and all questions that my wife and I had, and Sam and his team were very thorough in, uh, you know, examining my my financial history. I mean, it's their job, but regardless, they did a really good job and they're really great at communicating and very transparent. So thank you all for your hard work. And of course, thanks to my wife for supporting me throughout this journey because it was a hell of a, it was a roller coaster for real. Like I'm going to, you know, kind of talk a little bit about it here uh, briefly not to get too into the weeds, but, um, yeah. Uh, so on the plus side, um, I already live here. I've been living here since February. Uh, I moved in here with my wife and it's a really nice place. So it, the, the big plus is I don't have to move again. You know, I'm already living here, which is great. Uh, so I'm really happy that it all worked out. Um, like I said, we moved here in February and when we got the keys, to the place, our landlord said, Hey, uh, I didn't really know if I wanted to rent this place again to anybody or if I wanted to move back in here. Uh, I'm between homes, and we were just kind of thrown off by the whole thing because we're like, That's not really what you say to people when you know they're moving into your, <laughs> your uh, rented or your rental property, you know, the first day that you meet them as you're handing them the keys. Um, and then two weeks later, she asked us if we wanted to buy the house. So I said, yeah, uh, sure. You know, I'd been working on my credit, trying to pay down my debts and, you know, put myself in a position where I could buy a home. And if, you know, the next few years, you know, a little bit further down the uh, down the road of my life. So, and, you know, I, bit, I said, whatever, sure, I'll buy the place. But, um, you know, she wanted to have a private sale, which I understood. And I said, you know, I want to be represented by an, 
a realtor because I don't have any experience in real estate or anything like that. So I don't want to mess anything up. I want both of us to, you know, be protected legally, you know, from getting screwed over financially. So, you know, then we made our offer. She didn't like our offer because it was, you know, like, I think just under, yeah, it was $9,000 less than what she wanted for the place. And then the appraisal came back and she got crazy after that. (laughs) She, uh, you know, was being very difficult and was threatening to back out of our deal after she already agreed to sell us the property for a set price. Um, so then that's where Mr. Dan Tarlow almost had to step in and write us a, uh, a demand letter essentially saying, Hey, we will, we want to buy this property. If you don't sell it to us and you break our contract, then we'll, uh, pursue damages. And, uh, she didn't want, she didn't want any smoke as the kids say, <laughs> as, uh, she didn't want no smoke. So, you know, we didn't have to end up going the, uh, litigation route, the, uh, you know, legal battle. So that was really a big plus, uh, because that would have added up really quickly. I mean, I paid my retainer. I got it all back, thankfully. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was not, it was not fun. I also didn't want to lose my, uh, my deposit on the house. So, you know, like when you buy a car, sometimes you have to put a deposit down and it's really not that much money. Uh, you know, the deposits get a little bigger as you try to buy <laughs> bigger things, right? bigger, larger assets, you know, but yeah, now, uh, the last hurdle is waiting for this lady to remove the rest of her belongings from our garage. And after that, uh, you know, moving some stuff around in the garage, uh, you know, making the home gym a little nicer. There's this whole section under the stairs that we can't use because there's a bunch of stuff there that isn't ours furniture. Uh, mostly I think it's all just furniture. There might be a bed there or bed frame anyways. Um, but there's a nice area that we could have a, our weight tree, which I'm going to get soon, our squat rack and my wife's, um, spin bike. And, uh, I've actually used it for conditioning. It's actually really pretty cool. Uh, it's a really nice bike and, then on the other side of that is going to be a toolbox, a bench, and maybe something else. I don't know if I'll have enough space there, but I'd like to have the wall have like cork board and, you know, be really neat and organized. Hopefully we can make that happen. And hopefully I can install, get some lights installed too, because it's, it's a little dark there. I changed the bulbs, but it's still dark. Speaking of lights, uh, for those of y'all watching on YouTube, you can see this light behind me. It says MDSB. That was made by a friend of mine, uh, Will Murphy. I'll leave his information, social media, and or contact. No, just his social media. I don't want you to have his phone number. You probably wouldn't appreciate all these people blowing him up. <laughs> but for business inquiries, if you need something, want something made, either 3D printed or uh, something that you can make on a CNC router, uh, hit him up and you know, let him know what you want and he'll work with you. He was, uh, really helpful making this. It looks beautiful. I love it. And, uh, I think it looks badass. Um, also a PSA for y'all cause, uh, I'm a nice guy 
and I want to make sure that all y'all are safe out there. You know, if you were working on your car or something like that, please chalk your wheels. Um, I was walking the dog the other day, Wednesday, and in the midst of all this home buying shenanigans, I want to call it because our, like I said, our seller was kind of crazy. Um, last, so last week, uh, I went to walk Rosie and when I came back or before I left, actually, let me start from the beginning. So I was going to take her out before my lunch break was over. And then I look outside and there's a Corvette broken down on the side street next to my house. And there's a guy sitting next to it. And I figured, oh, he's just waiting for a tow truck. Cool. Not a big deal. But as I'm coming back from me and Rosie's walk, I hear somebody yelling for help. And so I thought, like, that's really weird. You know, is this legit? Is this somebody trying to rob somebody, rob me? Because that's happened to people before, you know somebody's asking for help you go help them and then they rob you or you know kill you but you know that's just kind of how I think about these situations so apparently the Corvette owner had crawled underneath his car and somehow or another it ended up rolling onto his head and so I ran down after putting the dog back in the house and pushed the car with a couple other people had somebody call 911 and then, you know, we got this guy off the ground and he had pissed his pants. He was bleeding from his head and he was yelling about not wanting to receive medical attention, which like, you know, you do you guy, <laughs> you know, but, uh, yeah, as far as I know, he's okay or he was okay. <laughs> I actually watched in my security camera the whole thing unfold i watched from like right before i left through like him going under the car and then the car rolling onto him and i from watching the video it looks like it was like it ended there like he was done but uh thankfully that wasn't the case uh he was walking around and talking and stuff and uh you know (laughs) as uh as the tow truck got uh, loaded with his car or you know his car was put on there and the bed was you know locking into place he just <laughs> started walking and he you know walked out of frame and took the shoelace express into the sunset i don't I have no idea what happened to the guy but i hope that he's all right um you know <laughs> bleeding from your head is not really a good thing and you know having your skull crushed by vehicles is definitely not a good thing so you know if you if y'all are working on your cars, please be safe out there, people. It is uh, getting turned really ugly really quickly. But, um, yes. <laughs> Find some kind of method to chalk your wheels if you're going to be under your car, man. Please, you don't need your car rolling over onto your head, killing you on the side of the road. So, that's going to do it for for this <laughs> this episode here. Uh, if you've stuck with me this far, thanks so much for watching and for listening. And, uh, you know, do me a favor and like and subscribe. It doesn't cost you anything, and it means a whole lot to me. So, you know, please do that if you like the content. Uh, new episodes of the show every week. Uh, I will publish these on YouTube as well as on Spotify and basically anywhere that podcasts are available. 
Uh, so you know where to find me on social media at marco.duro.strong on Instagram at marcopt6785 on Twitter, uh, twitch.tv forward slash marcodurostrong. I stream most Wednesdays, Mondays and Wednesdays. I didn't stream there this week because I tried streaming on YouTube, but um, it's a new platform that I don't really understand yet. And I'm trying to see which is, you know, which works better. So it might change to just being on YouTube since I already put out other content there. So, yeah, that's going to wrap it up for us today uh, for this episode. You know, feel free to follow and subscribe, like I said before. And uh, as always, uh, be safe. Be safe, please. (laughs) Take care and I'll see y'all. Well, you'll see me. You'll hear me in the next one. But until then, embrace the suck, y'all. Peace.